welcome to the Postmodern Art Podcast, the podcast dedicated to giving artists who are wanting the world over the platform they deserve. I am your host, Nathan Raglan, and welcome back to Amateur April, a month where I will be highlighting some smaller artists, giving them the platform I feel like they so deserved. And for this week's episode, I feel like it's time to emphasize an alpha of the pack. This week, we have Woofie the Wolf, a VTuber and the creator of an amazing webcomic, Secrets of Our Lives. I have actually become good friends with Woofie ever since I've really divulged myself into the VTuber community. And I knew, just based off of the creativity, love, and energy that they can bring, I knew she was going to make this an extra special episode of the podcast. And I know you guys are going to enjoy as much as me as Woofie did having the conversation. If you do enjoy Wolfie, make sure you support her with all the links down below. Seriously, if nothing else, seriously, the webcomic Secrets of Our Lives is one of the most unique webcomics I've seen out there. I I will definitely divulge a lot more into that, into our conversation. If you enjoy the podcast, make sure you like, share, subscribe, and follow whatever streaming platform you prefer. Make sure you leave some five-star reviews. Trust me, I can see that stuff, and I appreciate when people do leave it. It really warms my heart. If you want to go further with that support, maybe you should consider going to our merch shop at pmap.creator-spring.com. There you can find some incredible designs done by some of the former guests of the podcast that made some incredible streetwear that anyone can rock. If you want to go even further with that support, consider being a part of the Postmodern Art Podcast Patreon. There you can get early access to episodes, bonus episodes, whenever they become available, the ability to ask future guests questions on the podcast, and so much more. Consider joining at patreon.com slash PMAP. And now, without further ado, please enjoy the Postmodern art podcast hello hello hey there you go (laughs) how are you doing post i'm trying to keep my head up more than anything else (laughs) you know that's completely understandable no but i mean uh, yeah yeah, but uh, yeah wow words are wonderful um (laughs) freaking have you seen me i can't speak english i I always like messing up (laughs) And yeah, I asked you to be a part of this podcast. Yay, how dare. You're so sweet. <laughs> I, I love your podcast, man. I've been like trying my best to catch up. I love the Will Wood episode. Oh my Do goodness. You now? Oh. Yes. I was going to say, I, I was honestly, I'll figure this out in a second. Give me a second. But no, I was <laughs> honestly surprised with how popular that episode went. Because I figured it was going to be fairly popular. I just didn't realize how popular will wood was and like how dedicated and loyal his fan base is because whenever i saw that episode like pop off almost immediately i'm like what the fuck oh my goodness i i love like a lot of people love will wood i actually follow an animator their name is twisted doctor they created a lot of games they do a lot of animations they use will wood's music and even help promote his music so it's like Oh, I love weren't, <laughs> weren't they the one that did a, a no, there? I don't know if they were exactly the one, but there's someone out there that uh, that worked with Will Wood to make a multi-animated project of yes. Memento Mori. Was exactly. they the one? Yep, that's the one I'm talking about because he uh, used it for <laughs> Doctor Sunshine is dead. Mm. Mm. If you haven't had the chance to play Doll's Eye, I highly suggest it. I love that game. I haven't finished what? it yet, so you yes. might have to <laughs> send it to me because I did not even know there was a it's, yeah. 
it's a hundred percent free and it's on itchy.io and I, I'll, I'll probably grab the link for you later wonderful greatly appreciate it i'm checking the audio levels the audio levels are doing good this time not being fucky this time well i, I, I don't know i want to be fucky I, I was gonna say i don't know if, <laughs> i don't know if you saw in the discord server of what i did with uh captain insanity's interview or whatnot that was just like a little clip that i was planning on using as the teaser but you see the thing was like Okay, like my microphone has several different ways to where it can capture audio, like different mic yeah. patterns or whatnot. And it's currently set on cardioid, which is supposed to be like this part of the microphone right here. Somehow it got switched to omnidirectional, which means it can capture oh. everything, including my laptop fan. Oh, dude, I – oh. Oh, that's. Mm, it I, was like I, I understand that. It was a combination of that and the fact that Discord had been fucky with me already and was like mute, like muffling everyone's voices, like lowering it, so that Captain Insanity was being recorded at negative forty-eight decibels. Oh my gosh, you're just I like I saw a part of that. I'm like, or you're having the issues, but no, that that that's way more complicated than I thought it was gonna be. So it's one like I tried fixing it and I got the fan mostly out of there, but the fact that like I'd have to like raise Captain Insanity Captain's like audio by at least forty decibels every single time, picking the fan right back in when my audio is halfway decent, it just got to the point where I'm like, screw it, we'll just re-record the thing. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, at this point, especially with a fan getting caught, it's just like, mm, is it even worth it yep. just to edit that all out from, especially from different people's audios? Exactly. Have you ever thought of? Ha Sorry for interrupting, but Go have you ever it. thought of like having your part, like the person you're interviewing, like recording their own audio on the side and just sending it to you? See, that is something I've always at least considered, and if the guest always asks, I will always encourage it. But I also like. I know how easy it is. Like 90% of the time when I record with Discord, with OBS, stuff like that, it works fairly well for me. 90% of the time. There are times where I've had technical issues, mainly because of what happens on my end, more than anything else. So like, yeah, I definitely considered it. And if a guest ever offers, I'm like, yes, please go ahead. <laughs> but I also know Alrighty, that, I, I, I was going to say, I also know that, a good chunk of oh, there's dog um <laughs> i also know that a good chunk of the time the artist I'm, a good bit of the, uh, the artist i'm talking to you probably don't have the audio to record the the software to record their own audio you know thing i have audacity the free program that's sponsored for today's video <laughs> <laughs> i'll turn that on for you there that, you go that would be greatly appreciated in case something goes fucky wucky um yeah <laughs> It's not the best program, but you know what works? Maybe I'll just send over the auto file in this group chat because, you know, it'll work. It, it, it'll just work out that way. I mean, trust me, I'm not complaining. Trust me, I used to use Audacity for, like, the longest time, and then I had connection to where I was able to use Audition, and that's what I use, so. Oh, no, that's 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 good. I, I only use Audacity because it's, it's my free, free program. And, <laughs> and I, don't, I usually don't mess with the audio unless I, like, want to make a stupid skit about Elmo screeching at Rocco or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a good usage it if works. I do say so myself. <laughs> exactly. And see, in the future, maybe if I'm doing more of uh, the animations like I'm planning, I'll probably use it for, like, mixing in audio with music and all that. Oh, all that fun jizz, you know. There we go. 
I was gonna say there it's fu- go. it's funny that you bring up like audio issues because I'm sure you probably noticed this because I did make that aside in the video itself. But there was some there was a major audio issue with Will Woods episode, um, <laughs> which is why if you watch it or if you listen to it, you'll recognize that there's a moment to where it's like one part of an interview and then like a second part of an interview, and that's because halfway through my interview with him, like I was just moving my feet around and whatnot, my headphones became disconnected. So an OBS and OBS had recognized that as, Oh, there's, there's a different audio source now. So we're just not going to record what's going on. And I'm like, fuck. Mm. <laughs> oh, geez. You know, what's, what's work without scuff. You know, if you don't have something, something going wrong, at least whether it's from a guest having issues or you having issues, it's just like, yeah, what, 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 what's with this? <laughs> I've just accepted my fate at this point to where, like I said, the internet is a unique beast and I just work alongside it. If it wants to be a dickhead, fine. I'll be a bigger dickhead back at some point. <laughs> some point for now, I'm just like, eh, okay, some point I'll, fine, I'll just... accept you for now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like at some point for now, just, just let me do what I need to do. I want to do this for fun. <laughs> Please, I just want to live, man. You see, you see, I'm just trying to get off work, and I don't. I work a 12-hour shift. I don't need to come home to this. I don't need to come home to this. Uh, Jesus. I think I'm funny. Oh no, you're funny. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> also, speaking of technical issues, you're probably aware of this, but Discord likes to be a dick to me at times. Um, so. Discord not a dick. I mean, you look at it and it just like shuts down for a day for some stupid reason. No, I was gonna say that's that's <laughs> literally what's pro- what it prop like when I'm doing these interviews. That's usually what it does. It just likes to break like break down for a second and then come back and I'm back within like five ten seconds. Like it just wants to like shut down and be like, hey, "Fuck your interview." But no, the interview is not over. I'll just be back in like literally five ten seconds if I just dip for like no apparent reason. And with the magic of editing, it didn't happen. <laughs> exactly. Although with the magic of editing, I can do. It's noticeable if you pay attention. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. But oh yeah, uh, I understand that. But you know, no one's complained to me about you know anything. No one's really complained to me about a whole bunch of stuff when it comes to this podcast, which I'm really surprised with. But also, I greatly appreciate. Um, <laughs> it's like people understand that shit happens, and there's sometimes we can't control it. We just gotta roll with it, man. Yeah. I mean. Isn't like most of your like listener base like more of adult wise anyway? Yeah, it's yeah. Not, some, like, younger kids. Some somewhere within like according to YouTube at least it's like or with is it like I believe it's with YouTube, but like a good majority of my audience is like twenty three to twenty seven, somewhere in that range, with a good bit of it also yeah. being like the eighteen to twenty three audience as well. Yeah, so basically most of them understand because I noticed with the younger audiences they're usually the ones that also like to nitpick and all that, but it seems like your viewer base is more in their mid twenties, oh, starting early thirties. So they're more of like, yeah, we understand, yeah. we understand. Exactly. Plus, I'll be honest, I'm pretty sure most of the people are probably more, more here for the podcast to listen of what the guest has to say more than nitpicking at what I'm producing. You know. <laughs> like oh why is this one audio in like in the middle of the freaking hour long podcast messed up i don't like this rock <laughs> oh you know people though they're, they're they're bound to like yell at you for something stupid one yeah. of these days yeah I, I know i remember one time uh, i'll probably save it for later on but uh, i remember having someone complain about my webcomic because they made i made demons cute no, it's a funny story. We are definitely <laughs> gonna be talking about that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have a lot of stories when it just comes to like the production and like how a lot of my friends were just like, who the fuck is this? Why does he look hot? And I'm like, he's not even showing up in the comic yet, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Something's going to carry this to at least one hour. I I'm joking. No, I'm <laughs> so, sorry. It's just going to be this for the next hour. We're not even going to be really talking about the comic. We're just going to be talking about the experiences while working on it. Cause I, oh gosh, I have a doozy. Hell, I even have a story of while I was in a mental, like, in a mental ward, because, you know, uh, anxiety, depression, and all those thoughts, they do catch up to you once in a while. And I was mm. still working on my webcomic while I was there. I even though I'm not allowed to have a pencil. I have a bendy pencil, and I drew that on my sketchbook that I was allowed to have there. You just see me in the corner just, like, drawing a bunch of weird wolves. And I'm just like, yes, this is how you're supposed to live life in, in, in this area. <laughs> I mean, the, I mean, at the very least, at least you were given the space of a you know, nice peace and quiet to really like focus on yourself. <laughs> it's, it's, it's your escape from reality. No, I'm joking. That's horrible. Not, no, I'm not even kidding you. It, it was nice because most of the time in that place, it was loud. You hear kids screaming. Mm. There's occasional people like tossing shit. The only time it's quiet is when the therapy dog comes around and it's the dog name was named was Blue. Like everyone was like so respectful towards Blue. Like even the kids that were like the most dick out of there you just wish you're like god damn aren't, i'm gonna punch you even those kids are like oh <laughs> always the puppy helps everything down down man you see something stressful puppy's here to save you <laughs> well that is actually interesting i didn't even realize that so that's definitely something to something that we'll definitely divulge a little bit more into um before we do actually yes. get started um i'm sure you're probably aware at this point i have been recording this little intro a bit are you fine with me including that as part of the podcast Go for it. I mean, seriously, they're just hearing me talk about random shit and us just like talking about Discord being stupid. Go for it, man. I'm not offended. <laughs> I, like I said, you've watched the podcast before. You sh like I'm sure you're probably aware of like some of the, the banter that happens before a podcast actually gets going. So, yeah, you know, so banter is good, though. You just like it makes the creator or whoever you're speaking to more uh, relatable human saying, oh, they're not just this project they're working on. They actually have a life because apparently some people don't understand that uh, people have lives. Oh, that's another story I can get into. <laughs> well, I was, I was just going to say, actually, that little statement that you just made right there. That's the purpose of this podcast is <laughs> exactly. to prove that it's to show the world the incredible creators behind the incredible art, like more than anything else, like just show how amazing and relatable they are before they go out there and create like the incredible stuff like highlight them and let people like truly connect with them even more than they already were beforehand exactly and that's why i also really like your podcast because it just shows that even the biggest creators they're, they're they're the same you don't like especially since nowadays we're mostly used to idolizing people you know, sometimes it's just nice to have something relatable, but you know, like, oh, yeah, this person's human, too. Oh, yeah, they fuck up a lot. Trust me, I have a lot of those fuck up stories that I'm probably going to bring up, you know. <laughs> it's it's nice. That's why I like this kind of podcast, because, you know, we, we, we all want to know what we we human here. We all human, even though I'm a dog on the screen right now, <laughs> secretly inside. That's the true, the true thing of the podcast. I'm revealing I'm human. Yes, that's right. You are human. I'm ruining the immersion. My immersion! <laughs> you know my immersion. I thought you were just a sexy anime dog. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out. <laughs> anime? <laughs> An 
anime. Oh, okay. You know what? Fuck you, but fair. My my cart my art style is more cartoon, so I guess you're right. <laughs> I, li- I like sorry. I like that's the part they emphasize on the not the fact that I didn't emphasize the part that you said sexy. Um. Anyways. Uh... <laughs> no, no, not the sexy part. The sexy part. We all know there's a different form for that. <laughs> And we move on. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're we just ignoring you said that, Wolf. It's fine. It's fine. Three, two, one. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's a, it perfectly freaked out. Okay. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> all right, Wolfie, before we really get going, yes. before, I must ask the icebreaker question of the podcast. Let's say you get an opportunity to go to a deserted island on your own accord. It is just you alone with your thoughts. You get to sit back, breathe, and not worry about a single thing. To help make sure you can unwind and not go completely insane on this island, you get to bring one piece of media or one piece of art with you to help you out. If given this opportunity, what would that one piece be? Okay, I actually already know this already. I don't even really need to think about it. I would bring the original sketch for Wolfie the Wolf. And it's not like the OG with the mascot. I would bring the one that I made back in uh, 2014 when wow. Five Nights at Freddy's was around. Because, <laughs> yes, I used to be a FNAFOC. <laughs> yes, I would bring that with me because it's like a whole treasure I've kept through my entire life. I even moved with it. And I panicked when I thought I lost it. But I was originally going to show you on the podcast, but I kind of forgot to upload it. But. <laughs> yes, I would bring that with me. Mostly, it's a reminder of how far I've come, and just like as a more of a where my roots were. Even though the creator's a dick and we don't talk about him, I'd still want to know where my roots were. Of like, hey, this is the game that inspired me. This is the community that inspired me and brought me to where I am. And then I'll try to figure out how the hell to survive on this island with a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> I. I said it was a private, like, basically, it's basically a private island. Like, you'll be accommodated, more or less. You just have to bring, like, one piece of the, the, the oh. media or whatnot. Like, you're going to be given, oh. like, a nice, decent place, you know, a place to rely. Like, think of it like a... Vacation? Yeah, think of it like a vacation, just no access to electronics or anything. Or, unless you, okay. say, unless you say otherwise. That was, like, the one piece I was talking about. But, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'll be fine then. I mean, if I can come back home and then just go back, go back right back to working on stuff, just Dang. like a nice like month away, just be like, nah, I'll bring. I'll definitely will. That'll be my thing. I'll bring though. There you go. One month would be really nice, huh? <laughs> one one yes. month one month away from something, man. That must be a really nice break. I say as I come back from I my wish. hiatus. <laughs> oh man. Was it really hiatus though, or would you always like working at like your second job or something? Oh, I mean the IRL job, of course. I was always working, but that that's a different story. Um, but <laughs> well, technically that. <laughs> oh no, I understand. That's like when I took a vacation for my job, but then I continued like working on my webcomic. <laughs> there you go. But nevertheless, the original Wolfie piece—that is the one piece you're yes. locking it in. Yes, I'm locking it in. Uh. I'll take $100 on the next thing, please. <laughs> I don't know about $100, but I will say congratulations with that. You want a chance to be on the Postmodern Art Podcast. Welcome, everyone. I am your host, Nathan Ragland. Uh, feel free to subscribe or follow whatever streaming platform you prefer. You can support the podcast at patreon.com slash PMAP. 
and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PostModArtPod for future updates and guest announcements, including today's guest. <clears throat> she is a VTuber, the creator of the webcomic Secrets of Our Lives. But most importantly, she is a wolf. Welcome to the podcast, Wolfie the Wolf! I'm the non-canon version of Wolfie the Wolf. I'm the discount version, not the one from that web comic. Okay, God, don't get us confused now. Uh, she's the one that's sweet and innocent. I'm the one that swears up a fucking storm and then rants on uh, on live streams. <laughs> Got to get that right now first before everybody comes in. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is you're basically the Dollar General version of the Wolfie of the web comic. Yes. <laughs> see, see. It's like it's like one of those actors, like you know, she looks cute and like she seems like a bubbly character, but when you actually meet her, you realize, oh shit, she's like swearing a bunch, and then she's like talking about butts. What? What's going on? This isn't the person I thought I knew. If this is the standard <laughs> that you're setting, this is gonna be a really great interview. But before we really divulge to the character you are right now, I want to go back just a little bit, if I may. I want to know more or less the origin stories of Wolfie. What got you interested in art in the first place? Oh, we we going back. Okay, this is not even like going back to my FNAF phase. This we we were going all the way back to grade school in around fifth or sixth grade. Okay, this is a while ago. This is like seven years ago. Oh my! No, no, no! It's not even seven. It's way okay. Well, basically, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> I was getting more or less more siblings this is when my uh second sibling that was younger than me was born and i was getting babysitted less and less by my two older siblings uh we're gonna name them tevi and uh meek meek and tevi they were artists right okay. and when they did babysit us they always brought over their sketchbooks and they drew and they showed me a bunch of shows and it just inspired me it made me realize that yeah, I want to be an artist. I want to be a story creator. So in fifth grade, it was when I did my first big art project, which was to do a little presentation because we're supposed to do five steps presentation where you're supposed to show how someone in, somebody how to do something in five steps. So me and my mom put together a poster saying how to draw a line in five steps with a circle, triangles for the main, eye, the circles for the eyes, all that kind of stuff. That's simplistic stuff. Okay. And I remember standing in front of my class, being all so proud of it, and then one student screamed out, that doesn't look like a lion. <laughs> and my hopes were crushed that day. <laughs> and, sure, the thing is, the student even get, get in trouble. All the teacher did was like, shush, don't, you're not supposed to talk while she's presenting. And it's like, oh, thanks, teacher. You're going to really help my confidence in the future, aren't you? <laughs> Let's just say that that was like the very beginning of me realizing that people are really harsh. <laughs> well, I was going to say more than anything else, like a lot of artists I've interviewed on this podcast, that just started basically the, the piss and vinegar, like rage and like wanting to basically show everyone up. Like what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I, basically, like you want to basically say, fuck you. I could do this. <laughs> yep. 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 I still was very upset that day. <laughs> it doesn't mean like, sure, I, I could be the piss and vinegar that made me like, oh, I'm going to show them. It was more of like, oh, they were right. <laughs> but I'll try. I'll try again. And try you <laughs> certainly did, if I do say so myself. So I have to yes. know, like, if that was the start, when for it go from just like this general love of it to a passion and then wanting to make it your career? Okay. 
So that started with the FNAF phase. Okay. Let's go. So FNAF 2 came out and little middle schooler starting me was really ecstatic about it. I was watching a bunch of animations on it from uh, I has Cupquake specifically. I really liked Jaden Animations doing that one. And as I was watching it, my dad walked up to me and he, he looked at me and he looked at the computer screen. He's like, you know, you could do that, Wolf. And I just like pause. And I turned to him and I'm like, what? What do you mean I can do that, Dad? And he he just like shut down the video and pulled up his Photoshop copy, which was totally legally got, not nothing nothing illegal. <laughs> I trust me, trust me on this. Uh, as he's gotcha. showing me, he's like, "Wolf, you can animate, okay? You can use my programming. You can draw on it any time." And that's something clicked in me that my discover for digital art specifically surfaced. Sure. I couldn't do it a lot because my brother hogged the the computer most of the time for his anime addiction that started at a young age too. But <laughs> when I did, I, I got to start practicing Photoshop. And then my dad uh, updated the computer and Photoshop realized that it was an illegal copy. So of course it removed itself saying goodbye, no. <laughs> and then a year later, I got my own uh, Kindle for my parents for Christmas. They're like, you know what? The family deserves Kindles. And I was given one and I was so ecstatic because it was eight, I was like eighth grade going to ninth grade. It was the Christmas. I was ecstatic because I'm, I can take my art further. And sure, I tried animation again. It was with flip a clip. I was trying my best. and I was like drawing it. And I thought I was the freaking best. I actually even have my first animation shaved on my YouTube because uh, it's actually one of the characters you see in my webcomic later on. But I won't ooh. I won't give the boy away. Because like it's thing is it wasn't even like with Wolfie. It was with more of a different character, which I thought it was kind of funny how the design. I'm pretty sure if I don't even show you the two of them, you wouldn't even recognize. They're like, wait, this is that character? No way, no freaking way. I, I'm gonna see this character, and I'm probably gonna bet I know it because I, I read up on that comic, so I saw I know the characters. <laughs> After that, I started going on DeviantArt more. Uh, DeviantArt. All I can say is it was a great place for me to start. But it is not the best community I was in. I didn't understand jack shit about, like, social cues. Because, you know, I grew up in a bigger family, so I don't know how some people work. And socially awkward me also did some stupid shit. I do admit I made some stupid mistakes when I was uh, on younger DeviantArt starting freshman year. However, now we're going from freshman year to sophomore year. Because that's when... Secrets of Our Lives started is in uh, sophomore year, even though I okay. posted in 2018. 2017 is actually when I started it. Now imagine this: you're in English class and you're bored as fuck. Okay. Okay. And I was I was there, just being bored as fuck, and I was just doodling because I already finished my uh my paperwork and all that for the day, and I was already ahead of schedule. You know, I, I you gotta do something. I'm bored as hell, and I'm trying to figure out how to start my web comic. Because I had done so many drafts at this point from changing all the character designs because I felt like they were ripping off some shows <laughs> to changing the plot entirely. Because originally, Wolfie and the, her friends were supposed to be uh, alternate universe dimension hoppers. Hmm. That kind of fun stuff. It, of course, it was going to include FNAF because why the fuck not? And then other animes and other random shit. But now it's at the point where it kind of is and, you know, I've never found a proper way to actually get an introduction to it because, you know, every story usually 
has a really good introduction or has a really bad one. I, I tried my best to make sure it was a good one. Right. So as I was drawing, I came up with this book, right? And I'm staring at this book, and I'm like, this is it. This, 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 this can be like a dramatic scene from an anime. You're just looking at it, and you're like, you know, this would probably be the part where you hear this, like, uh, internal dialogue from somebody. And then I wrote down, secrets. Secrets are in everyone's lives, whether it be small or big. And then with that, as I wrote those lines, I'm just grinning like an idiot. And then I took, I took that and went home. I, I've been, I went through the prologue and then I went through chapter one, just like hammering those pages out. It, it was amazing. Cause like, if I believe correctly, I posted page one through page. Nope, 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 nope. Where is it? I believe this page. Let me find it. <laughs> I have my comic page up just so I could talk about it and actually read the lines word for word so I don't forget. And I'm trying to find it. I believe I stopped, like, I posted page one through page seven on my uh, uh, DeviantArt. Okay. And I was proud of it. And, like, it was supposed to be dramatic. And a lot of my friends, like, at the time, were online at least, were so ecstatic about it that I posted. They're like, oh my gosh, Wolfie, this is amazing. And all my friends that I had in real life that were in my high school, I tried to show it to it and they completely ignored me. <laughs> They're like, oh, wait, you have a story? Oh, whatever. And it's just like, oh, thanks. But other than that, like, it actually went pretty well. Sure, it didn't get a lot of views. But from that point on, I continued uploading it. I switched over to Tapas, like, a month later after uploading it on January 28th, uh, 2018, I started moved it over to Tapas and like, I started po posting there. And then about a year later, I did it on comic theory. Cause you know, it was easier for people to access instead of needing an account to go onto Tapas or on uh, DeviantArt. Cause you know, DeviantArt was changing at a lot at the time too. Yeah. And you know, I just, after I transferred it over, I, I just left DeviantArt and just continued my comic. I think I transferred mostly over to uh, Twitter after deleting my DeviantArt, however. So yeah, now you got the, the origin story for Wolfie. Like, comment, and subscribe. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we're not over yet. Oh, no, we're not Sorry, over. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I love how you went off on this little tangent when I was just asking, like, what made you want to be serious about art. But it's perfect because obviously that, like you and secrets of our lives are obviously like intertwined like the art that you create these days would not be the art that it is without secrets of our lives you know exactly exactly i i would do more fan art but like i said i'm just it's like it's like a hyper fixation at this point because i do yeah. think about it every day people are like uh there i see people that are obsessed with their ocs and i've only seen of the small handful of those like me where i i dream about it i think about it every day i even think about the stupid potholes that i could have fixed and i'm fixing in the future because <laughs> the nice part about a webcomic is like you don't it's not like a it's not like a big company where you have to have a whole little short comic done by this amount of time the nice part about a webcomic is you can edit shit in the background like stuff that doesn't make sense and nobody will notice because it's nice yeah. Uh, especially with the plot holes and all that. The only thing I suggest you don't edit in the background is your pages, because if you keep editing your older pages, you will go into a loop. 
<laughs> and poor Wolfie, especially the first year of her comic, it was really, really, really l- rough. That's for sure. <laughs> especially learning the ins and outs all by myself because you know i'm stubborn i i like doing stuff mostly by myself right uh so quick thing before i go on and you ask any more questions people who are listening who want to start their own web comic i got two tips for you okay one tip do not if you have a page that's like an, a year old or like a couple months old don't touch it if it's like a week old and you find a mistake please edit it but other than that if it's not like a line that messes up the lore like if you're using numbers as character names and if you mess that up that's okay go ahead and fix it but if you find something that isn't shaded that you've forgotten in page that's a year old do not touch it you will get yourself into a loop like i did where you don't actually continue the comic because you're always so worried about the mistakes in other pages uh tip two write everything down even if it's (laughs) oh my gosh I forgot a lot of my characters' names, so that's why I'm having them written down. Even if it's on a Discord server to yourself, it'll help tremendously. <laughs> All right, let's get back to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think before we really divulge too much into some of the character names or somewhat when it comes to this comic, let's actually talk about the comic itself. Because I imagine for some people, especially those who may not be aware of you beforehand, they might be thinking you're talking complete gibberish right now. Um, <laughs> so Who the fuck is the wolfie? <laughs> <laughs> So, for those who don't know, obviously, you are the person behind the wonderful Secret of Our Lives webcomic, like I said in the intro. For those who have not heard of it before, how would you describe the webcomic? Okay, I'm going to describe it as something like, it is mystery, has some supernatural, can be dark at times, but it also ha- tries to shine a light, where there's that small glimmer of hope. Um for introductions, it's basically two sisters meet up after getting separated for a long time. They meet up and they're like, oh my god, who the fuck are you? I know you, but how come you don't know me? And because of that, they try to figure things out and they realize it's not, there's like so much to the world than what they've seen or what they've experienced. So they just go off of that. They meet new friends. They also discover there's some assholes amongst them not among us don't 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 do that meme with me i want to do that meme. <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh but yeah that's based the basic premise i could go more into it but that's like the bare bones if you want to see what's going on that's that's basically it two sisters meet up they're like who the fuck are you wait there's more than what we see that meets the guy yeah basically there boom there yeah. you go. There you go. You said you've had this like idea for like years before and what what was exactly the inspiration for this comic in the first place? You could say there's more than one inspiration. There's a lot of stuff that's gone okay. into the story. The main one for me is Gravity Falls because there. that's where the twi- that's where the family and twin concept comes from is actually them is that whole story as a whole. I also did some more mystery and and all that because of gravity falls i've like enjoyed it as a show i remember watching it and it always inspired me i even have book three journal three i have the comic i have the story little book that they have for that series i have like a lot of gravity falls shit you don't even imagine i'm trying to get a dipper hat right now but (laughs) but for the stuff i have i'm happy i mean trust me i i definitely with reading it and now that you're describing it or whatnot, I totally get why Gravity Falls is a major influence more than anything else. Oh, yes. I think another show, 
like actual show because i already mentioned fnaf was the original inspiration i mean that's why my character's eyes are like this is because they used to be a ripoff of mangle um i think another show that would be a huge inspiration would actually be what was the show i was obsessed with at the time i remember oh no it's on the top of my tongue can you describe it because i think i might know uh it it was no wait i can't english (laughs) (laughs) no it wasn't a show it was more of a creepypasta that's not a show but creepypasta ironically mostly not even like the stories i know don't give me that okay (laughs) you you judging me i see how it is no 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 judge this is a judgment free zone judgment free zone it was more of like the st- the fan stories that came out of it, not like okay. the actual oh spooky. It was more of the things that actually developed more of the characters, and a lot of other stuff that inspired me was Ginger Ninja O W O. She definitely inspired me. Okay, she she's a huge inspiration for me. Uh, Living Tombstone, and honestly. A lot of animation maps are like memes, if you've ever heard of those. Uh, of course I've heard of animation maps. I talked about one I'm that pretty, I loved with you with the Will I Wood know, one. <laughs> for those who are just... For those who don't know, yes. <laughs> yes, for those who don't know, animation maps are multi-animator animator projects. Uh, and memes are just basically... You take a premise of an animation of a character dancing to something or or you insert other characters into it. It's actually, like, sounds really boring, but for when I was in the community, or at least, like, I watched in the background because it didn't really make a lot of memes, I, I, it got inspired me heavily, and, like, it also helped shape my characters and all that. I think at one point I actually made the character that's related to Wolfie, Crystal, like a Scourge, scur- Scourge, baby. <laughs> Where's our wonderful the, the Edgy thing? cat ripoff. Yes, <laughs> edgy cat cat ripoff at this point. Okay, but yes, there, there's. I I could get into more of the inspirations, but there's a lot of them. The main heavy one is definitely Gravity Falls, though. And I know you're saying Gravity and, Falls being the main one is probably the main reason why you said uh, having the twin sisters, uh, Crystal and Wolfie, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, there's also another family dynamic, but they haven't showed up yet, so I can't mention them. <laughs> Not yet. Well, I'm sure you will at some point. I'm sure you will. Oh um, yeah. I did want to oh, go. Yeah. I did want to go a little bit more to the characters a little bit more. I know you you kind of hinted at it a little bit, but especially when it comes to Wolfie kind of being inspired by FNAF, how exactly is that connection made, if I may ask? Okay, so the connection. Like, what do you mean by that? Can you uh, go like, a little more? Like, how that? how did it divulge from? a FNAF, I guess, lore OC or whatnot into the the main character of this incredible webcomic. So what happened was that at one time I was growing out of FNAF. I didn't really like the newer games that were starting to come out. And plus I was realizing that, you know, what if I just wanted to actually make my own original story, right? Mm. I mean, like... Especially if something that I want to actually be more attached to. Because, like, as I was fading out of the FNAF phase, I realized, like, you know, I'm not going to be attached to it forever. Would I want to make a story that I would fall out of love with? So, sure, I was making the original FNAF. And then I created Wolfie in more of a fursona kind of style where she was on two legs at one point. And Mm. even, like, 
RC was a FNAF OC, but he, if in that video, if it actually loads for you, it didn't show me. It said to be private, so you might need to fix that later after the podcast. (laughs) It's okay, but basically, he was a FNAF OC, and actually, Crystal was the edgy version of Wolfie. Okay, and one more character was a FNAF OC. If you actually may know him as Derek, Derek used to be named Dark Menta. Because, oh. you know, edgy shit. But, <laughs> yeah, dude. You know, yeah, totally bad. So after this point, I realized I want them to be separate characters. And I, I don't want to be part of FNAF anymore. So I made Wolfie and Crystal into personas. Cool like that. Um, Crystal started to become more of her own character at this point instead of, you know, Wolfie's edgy side. Her name was still Nightmare, though, because, you know, edgy me. Why not? <laughs> I mean, sure, you're allowed to be cringe, but I didn't want to be that cringe at the time. (laughs) So she was still named Nightmare. Dark Menta still had his name before he became Derek, and RC was still there. I still didn't know how to actually do more of the style that I have now. Mm -hmm. I was still trying to figure that out. Okay. So I think it was in fresh, like sophomore year when I met a friend. I'm not friends with it anymore, but she helped me like decide, like, you know, maybe they should just be like feral like the kind of like the feral body style however you know it just it just makes it like more like normal to see a dog walking in the street especially for some plot points that i couldn't figure out it it just makes more sense you know instead of like instead of seeing some anthro people walking amongst the streets when it's supposed to be hidden it it just makes more sense to run and be dogs right and then another thing that came in actually I think it was like a year, like before, not a year, like a couple months before I actually started posting the first chapter and figuring all that, all that shit out. I changed them to demons at the last minute. The reason why mm. is because <laughs> I actually have a really embarrassing reason why I wanted them to become demons. Go on. So, uh, <laughs> it's going to spoil a huge ship in the comic. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for the embarrassment? I'm scared, but go on. So Crystal and Dark Menta, aka Derek, were supposed to be a couple. And I thought it would be weird for Crystal to be feral and, you know, be dating this rabbit dude. So I made her a demon so she can change into a human and date Derek. That is the own like the main reason why i gave them demons and i made them human forms is so i can keep my otp up because i love those two together <laughs> so i'm just over here i they actually do have a better reason now don't get me wrong they do have a full-on reason but but for, but for origin purposes that for, for, yes. but for origin purposes there was a whole yes. different reason duly noted all right so at what point can i get my money back for all the time no nah, i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking <laughs> who knew that this was just a ship idea you know, having a complex backstory no what? she just wanted the titties <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> no, so I, I'm glad you did bring up like certain plot points and I'm glad you sort of like introduced like some of the stuff that you're talking about because that actually leads into my next question. Of, what the fuck is this story? Because <laughs> it is absolutely insane what has been going, what I've been able to read so far. Um, the, the things that have been brought up and the situations are somewhat out of this world and I am loving every single second of it. So what Good. the fuck is going on? <laughs> 
What was going on in the bad way? I'm like, no, okay, no. Interviewing you just to insult me. You what? You think I would actually bring you on this podcast just to insult you? No, I'd go on your stream I mean, to do some that. People are evil. I know exactly. No, I would, you're not evil. I know. I, w- I know I, you're good. You're I, good. I, I wouldn't bring you onto my podcast to insult you. It said I'd go onto your stream and insult you. There's a difference. But for now, yeah, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> but back to my original point, like what exactly is the story? Because, oh my God, it is absolutely insane. How did you develop kind of the plot line that has been kind of going on throughout? Like the idea of mutations. I like the idea that like someone playing God for a reason like i'm not gonna get into it more than uh okay i'm gonna try to do this non-spoilerized but also kind of spoilerized so if you want to read the comic go read that first to catch up really quick links will be in the description so, yes i wanted to have a reason for someone to try to play god and like say fuck this universe because you know i want to i want to try to do something better so dr cardwell going in and doing the experiments for who he calls the jackalope he, he wants to try to impress the jackalope and play God. And that's mm. everyone's like, yo, what the fuck? And because of him doing this, the CIA and all that were discovered that, you know, demons exist and angels and like, what the fuck? <laughs> so that's why the CIA is not even like really phased about the demon showing up that saved Crystal. They're like, yeah, fuck. I mean, this adds a whole new thing to the situation, but goddamn, fuck. <laughs> but yeah, so... I actually have this whole thing going to be explained chapter six of more of like, there's actually a separate part of the CIA where the CIA deals with outside forces like, you know, like they do in the actual CIA. Sorry, CIA, I'm cooler. But there's also <laughs> the secret force side where they deal with more of the supernatural parts from demons to um, actually cryptids too. They deal with cryptids and they also deal with Dr. Carswell's experiments because there's a lot of them. They don't, it doesn't show up, but... Just for, if I remember correctly, I need to grab the number really quick. Uh, <laughs> I have it set aside just for this reason. Mm-hmm. Um, da, 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 da. Where is the numbers? Two, three, t- three, <coughs> oh, one through 310 are all ghost experiments. Oh, lovely. Uh, because, yeah, so there's about 100 for just one section of that. There's a reason. There's a lot. So that's why the CIA has just a special part for just Dr. Cardwell because he made a lot and he's an asshole and we should all hate him. Whoever simps for him, I will find you and I will kick you because I already know I already have someone simping for him. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, (laughs) he's my little gay man, but fuck him. I hate him. (laughs) But yes, so basically... Uh, yes, that's what War of what Wolfie and Crystal are trying to figure out. Or, uh, all the Cardwell's experiments and all the demons, like how everything is going on and like how Wolfie, because of it, she discovers these kinds of things. She's like, you know, she's kind of scared at first. Like, oh my gosh, all these things are true. I don't want to learn about them. <laughs> Give me info. I always knew that I could do an anime transformation to a girl. Let me do it. <laughs> uh, more... she, she's like... <laughs> <laughs> she's like excited about it like sure she's also mortified about like the idea of like a demon that's like hunting her down in the background but she's also like you know, kind of cool this makes my life from watching anime to doing this is actually kind of exciting <laughs> i i mean it's certainly interesting in fact that like like i said like i feel like 
with what's already there. Like, I, I just keep my I read what was online. And there's only like up to chapter five, I think page sixteen or seventeen that was online. Whenever I was yes. looking or whatnot. Um, the fact that we've gotten like so far and so much has already been revealed, I feel like we've only like scratched the surface for what could potentially be with this comic, and that makes me excited yes. more than anything else to know what could potentially happen next. Oh, yes. Uh, tell you this, though. You know our good old friend Grandpa, right? Yes. He's a VTuber. Yes. If you haven't watched the episode of Postmodern Podcast with Grandpa, you should totally check it out after this one. Uh, anyway, <laughs> after promoting your stuff, he actually is technically in the comic. He's not like, oh, he's going to be a good old character. It's more of like kind of like a reference to him, you know, like cute little reference. Okay. Uh, Dr. Cardwell fucked him. Oh. Yeah, no, that seems about right. <laughs> That seems about right. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Time, time, time out, time out. Did Carwell fuck him or did he fuck Carwell? Let's be honest here. Um, this is Grandpa we're no, talking about no. here. No, it's the Uno reverse card. It's more of uh, <laughs> they both, like, they okay, story time. It's not really going to be mentioned. Oh, it's going to be mentioned in Chapter 6 where Cardwell brings up, you know, I met this guy at a bar, right? He was extremely drunk, and you know, he kind of flirted with me, and I kind of flirted back. And then we hey, we move here. on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need uh... to our room, and then he just like ends up with talking about how his organs came out of his hand. And then the people that are guarding his cell are like, "What the fuck? Hello." Uh, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. It's, I don't it's... all that. <laughs> it's i'm i'm intrigued and slightly mortified but this is grandpa we're talking about that's par for the course exactly um, <laughs> and with dr cardwell in the mix of how how fucked up he is it just makes it oh oodles of fun man <laughs> oh it's all all the funny references all the funny ha-has we got all the good stuff in here man you want all the dark shit we also got wholesome shit in the background <laughs> and speaking of wholesome shit i was gonna say the characters that you've introduced so far like i love the interactions that i've been seeing with some of them and some of the dark secrets that have been teased with some of them as well um personally i'm gonna say this my my personal favorite character and the one that i connect the most with has got to be skew all right the little rat boy. a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people like skew i remember showing one of my friends my comic we were doing a jokingly like you know those Sonic like things where they like read the script, but they also add their own shit, and it just for shits and giggles. Mm -hmm. We were doing that with my web comic because my a friend of mine wanted to read my web comic, but you know hasn't had the time. So we all did this as a parody. He was doing Skew's lines, and he's like, "I'm already in love with this mouse," <laughs> <laughs> especially with the bubonic plague line. Yes, yes. Oh, that was the, <laughs> that is a golden line. Um. So I will say this, like I've also when I, when I read a comic like this, obviously, like I come up with the voices I think of my own head. There is a I'm also a wrestling fan. There is a wrestler out there that goes by the name Dan Housen. It's Dan and then H-A-U-S-E-N. If you listen to how he talks, that is how I imagine Skew talks like. I don't know what voice you had in your head. But like for me, he sounds like there's something like this, you know, uh, you know, very, very evil, very bad, uh, very nice, very evil. So I, I imagine with like the bubonic plague, like I shall give you the bubonic plague. <laughs> that is actually how I imagined his voice. I love that. I just pulled up a clip just, of it, and yep, that, that is his canon voice. That is his canon. Okay, me, it's his canon voice now official. Well, like the thing is, it's like he's based actually based off my cousin. Oh, Oculus, okay. he is, if you see Oculus 
Productions or whatever fuck their name is now in the my on Twitch. If you see him in chat, he is the inspiration for Skew, the chaotic nature. Um, yes. him talking about random shit. He's also obsessed with plants. It's because of him. And also Skew's gay because of him. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that just yep. reminds me of the line uh freaking what was it? That's my first time ever writing a man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep, that's actually me. So the bubonic plague line i actually wanted to bring this up the only reason why i added it is because i was just like i was hanging out with my cousin one day and i was just drawing my comic uh my on my ipad and we were just vibing and all of a sudden like we decided to play seven days to die and mm -hmm. something brought him to saying i'm going to give you the bubonic plague an angry <laughs> tone and i just look at him and i'm like that's the line and he's like what what <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about i don't know what you're talking about and then he and then a couple of weeks later, when the like we caught up to that part of the comic, he's like, oh, "You son of a bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "I'm in. I love it." Ah <laughs> uh, man, it's one of those. I'm glad to know that there's a a good foundation for quite possibly the most precious of beans in that comic so far. That is not named Wolfie. Um, <laughs> Watch as I rip him away from you. I mean, don't you dare! Don't you dare! <laughs> <laughs> at least oh, give at least give me the opportunity to voice it before you rip him away. That's all I ask. <laughs> okay, okay, fine, maybe. I, I want to rip away everyone just to like be mean, but I won't. <laughs> okay. Oh. But nevertheless, like it's incredible to know, like if nothing else, it's it's nice to know that there's a lot of like love and passion that has gone into this webcomic and years of dedication to get it to where it is right now. Does it ever surprise you, like, especially right now, thinking back on what you've done, the fact that you've gotten this far? Like, does it ever surprise you to think, wow, I can't believe I've actually done this? Actually, a lot of times it has shocked me, especially this past, like, five months where my comic's grown tremendously for views because of me starting VTubing. Mm. But I bet if I was eighth grade self before I actually had the comic actually planned out i would be very disappointed that i'm not like millions of followers at this point <laughs> but <laughs> high school self the one that actually started the comic she would be proud of me she would the fact that i actually have ten thousand views on my web comic even though it took a while to get there the fact that i even got there she would be very proud of me especially since i lost a lot of friends during high school i lost a lot of shit that happened to me that she would be proud I can tell you that right now. Middle school, on the other hand, she'd she'd be angry. She'd be like, "What the fuck? <laughs> middle Where's school? Where's the big titties?" <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say middle school. You would just not be satisfied. Like the, the, they'd be just pretentious. Like, come on, you should be like at least top five like web comics out there. What the fuck? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's that's how I was back then. I wanted to be fucking famous, <laughs> and then uh, high school was more of like, eh, I'll never get there. I'll try to. Uh, yeah. High school, you and just like I, high school, you just like I just want to get my shit out there. All right, exactly. Even if it's a few, a few people that see it. Oh, I have a I already I already have a few stories. I'll, I'll tell that later. But ugh, high school, I was very like pushed down, so I wasn't like I was overly humble. Like you know, someone's allowed to be passionate about it. Like, you know, some people love the, you can promote your shit, you're, but you know, you want you can actually have the idea of, I do want to be famous. However, 
my friends in high school and the people around at the time did not like the idea of like you shouldn't want to be famous you should just do it for fun blah 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 blah. it made me feel really bad about it no so that's why middle school version me that doesn't exist in high school (laughs) yeah well i will say i am proud of how far you certainly come along at this point i mean it's incredible to to see what you've been able to produce and especially like the webcomic alone like it's absolutely wonderful i have to ask when it comes to the webcomic you know like i said i feel like we've only scratched the surface so i have to ask what do you hope to accomplish going forward with this webcomic hoping maybe in the near future god it can't be definitely right now i mean oh gosh i still especially with only having three patrons and not do like having a lot of people on twitch giving me money i hope in the future that i will be able to do this full-time do twitch full-time and like actually put out more shorts because that is something i have been planning for a while like i've mentioned it on twitter like saying hey i want to do more motion comic shorts where the first one is going to be big bro rc where it's mostly just showing off him how he actually is like only like a couple years older than wolfie and how he is still like was a child he was young when he had his parts taken away from him and also shows a really really fucked up line that cardball says but like it's also showing more of like how rc even with all the shit that happened to him he grew up to be the kind-hearted individual he is because even even with like the shit he has to do at the cia he will still try not to hurt anybody unless they go hurt his family or him i I would say friends but he doesn't talk much (laughs) you know especially you know it's kind of hard to talk to people when you have big pointy ears like mechanical ears on your head you have arms and then when you you like you're sure if you somebody hugs you they could feel like weird metal parts in your chest it's kind of hard to talk to people you know i mean you (laughs) i mean i mean you say that but if i see that i am i'm just gonna be asking questions about how'd you get this cool shit all right that's just me personally the average people the ones that are <laughs> obsessed with, like freaking Fortnite. <laughs> more of like the people like you know you know the people outside the government would definitely still be like what the fuck is up with you they, <laughs> they, they, as, with this job he definitely can't go out and talk to people but he does have friends inside the job there you go but yeah it's, it's still kind of hard to talk to pe- more people than just the people you see yourself at work with every day you know Right, right. I'm certainly excited to see whenever you do decide to publish that. But I'm also glad that you mentioned that part of your plans going forward is going to be with Twitch, namely the VTubing thing that you've been doing. Because for those who up to this point are confused, yes, I'm currently talking to your VTuber model right now of Wolfie. What made you decide to give uh, – what got you interested in Twitch and VTubing in the first place? Grandpa, actually. Really? So- I have a story with you. I want to also call Grandpa out. If you want to use this to do a clip on, like, your Twitter, I'm going to call him out. So, this was before he became a VTuber. Me and him have been following each other. I was still very low on, like, Twitch, like Twitter followers because I haven't figured out a way to be active while doing a job and school, right? Okay. And then he started to become a VTuber about a year ago. And I only started following him back in September. Now, I was going through a real rough spot because I just switched over to a new job. 
-hmm. I had really bad depressive episodes and I lost three pets, like new pets. They were mice and uh, losing them because of my own silliness. It actually like legit upset me to the point where I was just in a really bad depressive episode and I couldn't really upload comic pages or do anything about that. So I was scrolling through Twitter and Grandpa made a post about him playing Slender. Slender the Arrival. I love this game. I grew up with that game. So hearing Gr Grandpa or Sam play that, I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. Popped on his stream and I followed him and he's like, oh, Wolfie, Wolfie C, thank you for the follow. And I'm like, wait, does he not recognize his friend? Like we talk, we're like, sure, we're like more mutuals at the time, but I still know him. We still talked, mm -hmm. especially when he promoted others art. But I continued talking to him. We just hanged out that stream. And then he went to play Phasmophobia, right? And I'm like, like, like Sam, can I play with you? And he's like, I don't know you. I'm sorry. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so after being crushedly defeated, but like still watching Sam play, I'm like, you know what? I want to get back into streaming. I did this like a while ago, but you know, it seems like on Twitch, it's easier and more stream friendly compared to YouTube because, you know, YouTube uh, is more of a video content than actual streaming platform. Right. So I made my PNG model because I didn't know how to do VTubing models at the time. I did the very simplistic model and then I started playing. I started doing uh, my Resident Evil 4 gameplay. Could not finish that because of a glitch that made me angry and say, fuck you, game. But uh, played that because I was familiar with the game and I could do commentary over it and then I started to do art streams but it was just like I, ever since that point I just started going and then grandpa just like remembers the who, who I was afterwards when I started like actually talking to him on Twitter more again and he's like oh never apologize for that I'm still upset Sam <laughs> but, yeah because of him I actually met a lot of people and with uh VTubing though it helped promote my comic on the side because they're like oh do you do art I'm like no I do more of a web comic because like I, I don't really have time for art because I do a web comic so I just promote that in my streams and like just like have that helping out and it does help with the views and like people are very curious about a very simplistic but cute design because you know sometimes even the just the most simplistic designs can pull people in to be like yo wait a minute i want to learn more about this character and all right. that it does work don't get me wrong it does 100 percent work i mean why do you think it's i'm nice debating on using just no not debating why do you think i'm gonna be using a simple design when i finally get the twitch stream going i mean <laughs> hell yeah i'm gonna be there when you start streaming and i'm just gonna stalk you in the background because yes <laughs> You don't already stalk me? I th who's that in the background? No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, if, if boss music starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, the dog's barking outside. I figured one of them was at least you. I mean, no, I'm joking. <laughs> I mean, how did you know? <laughs> I have my ways. Anyways. Um, <laughs> no, but it's incredible to know that, like, more than anything else, like just being a part of the the VTubing one, it's incredible to know that Grandpa again sparked another person because without Grandpa, I wouldn't be even mainly invested in Twitch like I had been. Them and you know Chris, I mean or Chester, I should say, but mainly Grandpa more than anything else. Like knowing that they helped basically spark another VTuber as well to really get their stuff going, 
and seeing how you've been able to to grow more or less right now i mean is it incredible for you kind of the community you've developed so far yes i actually have another story already about the vtuber community because i was freaking out if you saw my twitter post earlier my coworkers discovered i was a vtuber (laughs) oh no i I started doing this as more of a job because i do occasionally earn money it's not a lot but i do earn 20 dollars from patreon and like you you know getting out there more right so I was getting angry because my boss called me on Friday and I got really pissed because I had my headset in and then she bitched me out for having my headset in and like, you know, having my day off. Mm-hmm. What? Shocker, you know? So I was complaining to my coworkers and they're like, wait, you have a second job? And I'm like, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't have brought that up. So I'm like, yeah, I'm an artist streamer. <laughs> So my, the younger of the coworkers was like, oh, are you like one of those VTubers or do you actually use your camera? And I'm just like slowly looking away from her to my uh, freezer, just trying not to avoid eye contact. I'm like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a VTuber. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh, you are. That's amazing. And I'm just over here like trying not to die internally. <laughs> and she's like, you should show me your model. And I'm like, okay fine fine so i showed her my model when she was getting off work and she's like this is amazing you did and i'm like yeah i did it myself and she's like no way you did this yourself (laughs) and i'm like yeah yeah (laughs) and apparently it's a shocker to her and the other co-worker who was like an elderly woman that I was even able to, like, get some money, even if it's not a lot. There's some times where I do get, like, $200 off of Twitch because someone was nice to give subs. Mm-hmm. But the the fact that I, I even earned, like, $20 is, like, a shocker to them because they're like, I thought artists were starving all the time and not, like, doing them. Like, why do you think I have this job? <laughs> I can't just live off of that. I wouldn't – if I actually was getting good paid at my job, I wouldn't be sitting here in a deli <laughs> stinking up the place because, you know – oil <laughs> it's like i i thought artists were supposed to be starving um excuse me i'm the one handling the salami here do you think i'm starving i mean <laughs> um yes obviously i'm starving i can't like buy shit there's a reason why people have several jobs you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like this one's my main job basically but mm-hmm. but i mean oh, he, even then, nevertheless, the fact that you've been able to to get some sort of income, no matter how big or small it is so far, like that's a good start, if nothing else, a good foundation for yes. what could be the future of what you do. Yeah, exactly. Which I do appreciate because the funny thing is that I didn't really realize that until like a couple nights ago when I was freaking out about <laughs> writer's block. <laughs> like after that, because my siblings mentioned to me like like this is technically your second job, and I'm like. After freaking out over the writer's block, I pause and I'm like, oh my gosh, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I do. <laughs> it's, it's just like, the, it's like the epiphany moment where you're just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I can do it. Sort of. Maybe. Sure. I've been doing this for four years and I have only just started to hit like more numbers. But you know what? It's better late than never. Even if it takes a thousand years for me to do my shit, I, and the fact that I'm finally getting like more views and it, it makes me happy. It's sure. I feel like 
that's another thing that also turns off a lot of people when it comes to web comics. If their first chapter doesn't get a lot of views, they usually get turned off by it. Right. Patience. I, I know it's coming from me who barely has any patience, but sometimes patience is a definitely a virtue. Or like finding good ways of promoting your shit like I do with VTubing. There you go. There you go. Exactly. I, I was going to say like for me personally, like I can relate. I've only been doing this podcast for I want to say like a year and a half at this point, maybe a little longer than that. I'm surprised I've only recently hit the numbers that I have and been getting. I'm surprised I even have one video that's got like a thousand views or anything like that. You know, like I let alone like I think three at this point. Like the fact that I've been able like consistently the consistency certainly helped me a lot with that. And the fact that I feel like the guests carry this podcast more than I do. Uh, no, I'm joking. Um, but <laughs> but, you know, I think you could agree with me. It's just one of those like if you just keep up with it and you truly showcase like a love and passion for this kind of stuff, the people will come. You just like it, it may not happen like at once. It may not. You, you might not, you know. You may not stream one day and then you'll get like randomly a million people to hop in to watch you do something or whatnot. But like if you keep it up and show just a genuine love and genuine fun with this kind of stuff, like you can attest to this. People will come. It The audience will grow. Exactly, exactly. And for other VTubers, I'm giving out a tip. You don't have to act in character all the time. Uh, I mean, seriously, at this point, my my VTuber model became its whole persona, but I'm not can canon Wolfie. I'm just wolfie vtuber mode yep. <laughs> seriously it's not like it's like i feel like people would watch you more for you instead of you acting like a vampire like trying to suck somebody's titties out or something you know just pee yourself more people like you for being you than you think you you don't have to be a vtuber sucking people city you could just be yourself trying to suck someone's city all right there's a difference exactly. <laughs> exactly i mean have you seen sam <laughs> fair point or, or like even even like any of the vtuber friends that we have they like especially jay dockleton he, he's a pinnacle <laughs> monster but he's like more of that dad stereotype and i love him for it he reminds me so much of my dad there you go oh shit I was gonna say it's incredible, more or less, just the 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 group of friends that we've been able to make along this way. Like especially for you, like be you know since you became a VTuber, I can only imagine like the friend group that has been developing or whatnot. It must like blow your mind that you get to know even half of these people. Fact that I even have Grandpa as a friend that I knew him before uh, two hundred followers about I knew him. The, the fact that I've watched him grown and, like, how he's super fucking popular and I'm just, like, a casual friend of his. And, like, all the other friends that I have, I'm, yeah, I'm very shocked, dude. Honestly, the fact that I have much more connections than I did in high school and, like, learning how, like, I'm definitely a, definitely a different person than I was when I started the comic where I'm more mature. I see a lot different cultures i understand a bit of more of like some things that i didn't understand before and it's it's really nice especially with friends that you can just figure out some of this shit with it, it, it's really nice absolutely and i imagine more than anything else like the exposure to other people you can correct me if i'm wrong with this but the exposure to other people especially other artists i imagine if nothing else that probably like lights a fire with you within you to like keep going with like your webcomic and all the art that you do as a whole yes it's the nice part about that, because I feel like, plus, these friends are more appreciative of my work. Even if some of them are like, eh, I'm 
my thing, but I'll still support you. A lot of my older friends were more of like, they don't care or not even paying attention. Or this one friend that I could start bringing up the story for. This friend was supporting me on Patreon, right? Like, he said, oh, I'll do that. I'll be nice since you have a patron. And, like, here's the thing, though. He decided to take that to a next level and, like, decided to be a dick about it. And I mean, like, uh... I, I pay you money, so you must listen to everything of my criticism, even if it makes you fry in front, cry in front of all the class. Oh, this Jesus is senior Christ. year, and like he was sat down next to me, like he usually does, and he just looks at me and he's like, "You know your comic shit, right?" The fuck? And I'm like what? Oh, it gets better. It gets better. Trust me. He's like, you know, your comic shit, right? I mean, seriously, who would actually read a story with this kind of art style? You know, if it's not really Marvel style or anime style, who would actually fucking read it? And I'm like, but uh, you told me you did. And he's like, yeah, I started to. And it's shit. And like, he started to rip into me saying like, you know, maybe if you actually tried a different story just stop this story completely and work on a fucking different one because who would actually be interested in these characters and like he he ripped me a new one that to the point where i was bursting into tears in class you know i'm sensitive i'm gonna admit that right now you could if you say something like you're bad i i kind of like i'm like oh but he he actually like probably would make even some of the bullies in my class like what the fuck from the shit he was saying and it got bad to the point where i almost skipped class now i'm a good child i hate skipping class so the fact that he was making me feel like i don't want to be here anymore i don't want to be in the school right now i don't want to see him and like i'm ashamed to even have my comic because of him like like sure i shouldn't let one person's opinion hurt you but when it comes to having it as your friend your best friend that you thought that was supposed to be your companion till the end it hurts so i was crying in the bathroom skipping class and i actually had another friend from another class i barely knew her but she was like you know we just started like talking more and becoming good friends she she texted me she's like well yo wolf where the fuck are you so i explained my situation and like she started reading my comic too and she's like dude seriously you have nothing wrong the fact all the shit that he brought up there's nothing really wrong with it if he said it wasn't his cup of tea and like it's a different story that's okay there's not like overly stupid powerful characters there's not like this or that and she like started talking to me she even found the bathroom i was in because i told her where i was at and she like actually coaxed me to going back to class and like i slowly got over it especially when oculus like heard about it he's like well fuck Jeffrey, I'm gonna fucking punch this kid. I'm like, oh, please don't. Oh my god. Listen, listen, he's an asshole, but please don't start violence. Yeah, Oculus, Oculus was not a happy camper. See, nah, he he legit wanted to kick some ass because he made me cry in front of a, a whole class. And sure, the teacher really wasn't paying attention because she was helping someone else, but it still was like, you could hear me sobbing up a storm, man. Right, right. Well... <laughs> so it's like... I, I finally, after this whole day, I was like, after I got home, I went to my room and like pulled up my laptop or my, no, it was my computer at the time where I bought myself like a $500 computer. 
it wasn't a best, but whatever. I and I'm like starting to read my comic over mostly because what's that what I do? It's nice to reread your shit and just read for fresh and all that. I'm like, half of the shit he pulled up actually didn't make sense. <laughs> what? So of course, with this, he continued still being my patron, and then the very next day. You know, after hurting me in the first period wasn't enough. He It was the very next day I, he sat next to me again. And I'm like, okay, Wolfie, don't be offended this time if he says anything else. And then he sat next to me and then he's like, uh, so I have finished your webcomic. And I'm like, wait, you haven't read what I had? This was like chapter three at the time it was up to chapter three. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. What do you mean you, you just finished my webcomic? Weren't you giving me criticism about it yesterday? Well, yeah, but I started in chapter three. But how are you supposed to give me criticism when you haven't even read the prologue? Jesus. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm baffled at this this dude. I'm just like, this the audacity of this bitch was ripping into me, and he didn't even read the story properly. He read it from chapter three. Who only had like five pages at the time. And it's like, really? You're kidding. So I'm just like sitting here and he's like, okay, I actually read your story. And I realized your art style is getting worse as time goes on. Oh, fuck it. And my like, (laughs) at this point, I'm not even like upset. I'm more of like baffled, like taken back. And I'm just looking at him like, what? have you seen the long next syndrome of chapter one (laughs) he's like no 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 hear me out hear me out you see the anatomy gets worse as time goes on and i'm just like no where the fuck it doesn't no it does not learn how to do different anatomy i've done like better poses and like expressions i love drawing expressions and he's just like i don't know man you're just it's shit now i'm like why are you supporting then he's like i know you'll make better content in the future so i'll still support you and it's just like really really so uh, this this does have a funny conclusion though so you know a couple months later quarantine happens you know i'm staying home and he gives me a dm on discord so he's like, I'm sorry, Wolf. I, I spent too much money on you. I'm like, I'm going to stop being your patron because I need to put my money elsewhere. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and then he buys Discord Nitro. He literally shows up buying Discord Nitro. And I'm like, oh, I mean, I'm offended, but also finally I'm getting rid of you. And I was like, sure, he hasn't talked to my group after that. He was still active, not active. So I banned him from my group and blocked him after like a year of just like him not talking. It was worth it. It felt really nice. It did felt really nice to not have that, that jerk in my life. Because <laughs> listen, man, after the your art style is getting worse comment, you know, it's like, how how can you take that seriously, right? It's like, how can you devolved your art there's like even if it's like there's details that are not there anymore for shading and all that there's a reason why it's not because it makes it easier to draw comics so it's like okay okay whatever you say crackhead (laughs) a couple things one i feel like this entire saga should be retitled secrets of the audacity of this bitch um There, there's a lot of people that just like fucking audacity of this bitch that i've had a lot of shit happen where it's like uh mostly people like saying why the fuck does this exist or like 
my family even saying that. I actually have another story already now that I remember. <laughs> my brother doing something stupid. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but, yes. Yeah, mostly it's just a lot of people saying this shouldn't, like, it's all like it's like the stereotypical you're not gonna be able to make it story however with my new friend groups there's more of like i'll support you and i don't care if like i think the story is not my cup of tea i'll still support you and which is which i appreciate a lot of my friends do like my webcomic including you post mm-hmm. i'm actually shocked that you read it like 100 percent now oh yeah no I, now until I, new pages right no trust me <laughs> If there's something I would like to pride myself when it does come to this podcast is if I'm going to bring on people, I want to make sure that I fully immerse themselves and fully am aware of what I'm going to be talking about with them. So you bet your ass I was going to set myself out to finish up the <laughs> webcomic. So I was gl- and I'm glad I did. And I will certainly talk more about it later. Trust me. Um, <laughs> nah, that's fair. But... <laughs> There's one person that, that my brother, I love him to death, but like he, he he's like that person that says he'll support you, but mm-hmm. ends up jacking off and not like giving two fucks. <laughs> so he he's like wondering why I'm like being less secret like with him before I actually moved out with my siblings. He was like, I'm, like I want to read your webcomic. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And I sent him the link to my webcomic on Discord because we're friends on Discord right. and whatever. Cool. I asked him two weeks later because I was curious of his opinion. You know, he's an anime nerd. I want to see how he likes it. And he's like, oh, I haven't started reading it yet. Oh, Jesus. And I'm like, okay. I don't mind that. Whatever, whatever. I can, I'll move on. A month later. Have you read my webcomic yet? No. And then as he says that, he pulls up a manga on his phone. So it's like, you have time to read manga, but not my comic? Can you not? okay there's like barely any pages of my comic at the moment so but you could read a full-on manga okay and so i just give up at this point i'm not gonna harass him i'm not gonna be an asshole about it if you don't want to read it whatever you could just tell me you don't want to read it now a couple months later i was like this was about before i was going to move into my apartment with my siblings my other older siblings right and he comes up to me and he's like well why don't you talk about your comic with me anymore why don't you talk about with your comic with me anymore wolf (laughs) and i'm just like i wonder why do you know who crystal is do you know who derek is and he's like no do you know who skew is (laughs) do you know who the bitch is skew is it's like it's just like i I even my sibling who has like can't read it due to trauma and gore because they can't handle blood or gore really well. Right. They still support me. They still actually listen to me talking about my shit. They even know more of my characters than he does. And yeah. he doesn't even read it. They, oh. At the, like, end of, at the end of the day, it's incredible. Kind of the friends that have been able to come and love and support yes. you since then. <laughs> yes, I do agree. That's the nice part about, especially with like VTubing and all that. I have gained a lot more friends that I actually do appreciate my work. Even if it's just like, oh, I like the character. That's a lot more support than I did when I was in high school or even middle school. Okay. I mean, to be <laughs> a fair, a lot more support. To be fair, it is a character-driven comic, so it kind of helps if the characters are the things that they do love. Just saying. I mean, <laughs> wait, car- I mean, sure, you can create a story-driven, like a non-story-driven comic with like char- these kind, these kinds of characters. It's cool, but like. Yeah, it's kind of it's nice to know what these characters are more about when you actually read the comic. 
Oh yeah, no. Trust me, I, I've gained a lot more of appreciation for the character, especially since I've read the comic. Um, <laughs> like I said, if, like I had already loved the memes that you've made out of Skew alone, but now I just love Skew. All right, that's just straight up. There you go. <laughs> Tell you this though, I already have a character. RC is getting simped over, and Derek's already been simped over. Uh, Skew is more of the one that everyone loves. Like, as a character, other than our Crystal and Wolfie. However, RC and uh, Derek are the ones that people actually ask for maybe slightly not safe for work for already. And it's just like, oh, you thirsty. I like that. <laughs> You's a freak. All right. All right. <laughs> see, see, the thing is, is like, in my opinion, as long as they're adult, they're my adult characters, mm -hmm. and you don't draw them in like getting forced to do anything bad, I don't care. There you go. As long as they're my adult characters, okay? You yep. get that point, internet? If you do anything else, I will personally smite you. <laughs> but yes, now you can know all the memes that I've made with my comic. And then some of the memes that I post, you're like, oh, I get it now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, goodness. Get the inside joke. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> trust me. I'm glad to be on the inside now. Um, but... I, we've been talking a good bit about just kind of your comic and your VTubing stuff like that. It's incredible, kind of. It's incredible the art that you've been able to create alone. So for this next question, I want to go above and beyond, if I may, and give you more or less the dream scenario. Let's say I am Big Shot Mr. Moneybags. I come to you and I'm like, look, Wolfie, I know what you got here is gold and you just need the opportunity to make it happen. We know you can create something absolutely amazing. I have connections to anyone and everyone in the art industry, and I have more money than there should be possible. We should probably be fixing a lot more shit, but we'll focus on that later. If given this opportunity, we'll fix it later. If given this opportunity, what would be the Dream Wolfie project? The Dream Wolfie project would actually just be what I'm doing now, but not have to worry about like needing to work a second job. That's literally, I, I, I could, like, sure, I could hire a bunch of people for, like, working on this. But honestly, I, I just feel more accomplished that I can do most of it by, by myself. Like, sure, I have my patrons who can also help me with, like, pacing issues. Like, the other day with my writer block issue where I was freaking out <laughs> over something. <laughs> but, like, when it comes to this, if I can do this full time, I can actually post more comic pages and work on other shorts alive. And, go. like, I don't have to like worry about oh i'm not gonna earn enough money this month for my comic pages or like oh i'm gonna have to work at a fucking horrible truck stop where the manager doesn't care about her other employees i'm not calling somebody out no <laughs> but it, it, it just would be nice just to do what i'm doing full time i sure it could like pay netflix to do a uh, secrets of our lives but you know i'll help they fuck over most shows anyway <laughs> <laughs> that's why I, I, that's I, why we go with hbo max that's why we go with hbo max exactly you know i mean i could probably start working on the spinoff story that i've had planned Ooh. for a while but the thing is is like i want more time to actually work on it maybe when this character actually decides to show his fucking face instead of hiding in the background most of the time i would actually bring it up but <laughs> the story would actually be about the jackalope himself okay. this character about how he is the way he is and like how he's actually like doing shit in the background and he's like yeah 
Yeah, so you know that person I've been stalking for the last 48 hours? Yeah, her name is Wolfie. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just, like, smoking cigars in the background. I'm pretty sure you've seen the Jackalope. Have I shown you pictures of him? Because I've had, like, teased him. I would say, I think you may have, but... Don't hesitate to send at least one or two to me after the fact. So. <laughs> oh yes, of course, of course, I can do that right now because I, I was like, I have him on command because I love. I, I he's legit. If like he's like that character I love, that's bad. He 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 he's like that person that you want to fucking hate, but you can't because he's so fucking cool. He he literally just to be a little shit that pulls pranks on people, but now. He's like seven foot tall. He's patient, but he's willing when he sees the moment to strike, he will do it so fast that you won't even know you're dead. You'll just be like waking up in like like the gates of like whatever religion you're at. And you're like, oh, is this heaven? Where the f- how the fuck did I get here? I thought I was like in New York City a second for a minute there. <laughs> I'm in New York City for some reason. I-, I could say anywhere else, but yeah, you know what? Fuck it, New York City. Hey, yeah. <laughs> There we go. So, so basically, if given the opportunity, you just want to make sure that you get a constant flow of money to where you can actually focus on this webcomic and stuff full time. Exactly. And also, this way, I can also do VTubing full time too and just like stream my work or even just play games and just like invite my community. Because that's another thing I do like is my small community that I have. There's some rotten eggs I don't want to point out, but uh, the ones that I do have, especially. The ones that are that actually are my regulars. I do want to just like hang out with them more and bond with them. Because honestly, your re- regulars, people that just like come to you, watch your stuff, stuff a lot. And like is always there. It, it always makes me happy. Even if it's just like one or two people. Just seeing my regulars, it just makes me happy. It does. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good to hear. It gives I mean, you the good feels. That's good to hear. Although we were ready to just give you just you know, millions of dollars. But you know what? We'll go with the concert stream. That'll save us a little bit of money. Um <laughs> so- Hey, hey. <laughs> Mr. Bunny Bags, I thought I knew you. <laughs> money thought, bags, wait. more like money dicks. Okay, okay. You know what? Forget <laughs> it. Screw the funding. <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> oh, I see how it is. I see how it is. Now that I'm just like probably doing the cheaper route, you're like, hey, I'll pull out like my million dollars I was supposed to give and have like a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> One crispy dollar. <laughs> One crispy dollar that was in a, a trucker's back pocket for like 20 that's, years. That's not crispy. That That's crunchy. There's a difference. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> It's crunchy. <laughs> but, but sadly, we do got to come down from the dream scenario. We got to get back to reality. And I'll ask the ever so generic question. Where do you hope okay. to see yourself five to ten years from now? I hope to see myself probably in a, still in a, fi- a good men- financial state like I am sort of at the moment. Working and doing VTubing. Just... You know, maybe with a little less anxiety because, you know, I've always been a high-strung individual that freaks out over the smallest of stuff. Even though it doesn't seem like it. I'm, like, just... I've always panicked. <laughs> but maybe with a more better mental state, with my more of my family in a better mental state, too. Uh, I know that's things that we could just wish for, but I don't see myself, like, immediately going to, like, 12,000 followers, like, a Poppy or... Not Poppy. Poppy is, like, 12... 20k now but like i don't see myself getting that 
I like it would be cool to be like that, especially on Twitch, because you it's easier to earn money with twenty k. When twenty k yeah, yeah. on YouTube is like a different story. But like, it, I don't. If I do, if I do get there, then cool. I'm glad. But like, even like, as long as I get to be able to continue doing what I love, and like, who knows? Maybe if I finish my web comic in like nine years, then I can be working on that spin-off series with uh the jackalope and that would be actually called the truth of my death because you know it's the opposite mm, of secrets of our lives because yes. why the fuck not ah, ha, ha. that that that's clever that makes sense i get that i get that <laughs> exactly exactly fun fact the only reason why i came up with that title is because someone was doing a post of saying hey webcomic or like creators of your stories what would be the opposite of your book title and i'm like the truth of my death that actually sounds like a good title. <laughs> <laughs> Which that does also lead me to ask this other question I meant to ask earlier. Where did the title of Secret of Our Lives come from? So I actually don't like the, the thing is I wanted to do the abbreviation of Soul. Okay. Like I wanted to have that because, you know, the soul, in my opinion, is like one of the most important parts of the body because, you know, if that breaks, everything goes with it. Uh, and you know eyes are the gates of the school all all that mushy stuff that we won't get into and i wanted to figure out what i could do with that and plus i wanted a title that isn't already really taken sure there's like this small ass movie that's kind of like secrets of our lives but it only has like feels like like one or two views i remember like reading about it on twitter but i'm like it's fine i'll take this name (laughs) so it it doesn't work with the oo instead of s-u-l but it's still, especially if you pronounce it as soul, it sounds like soul. Yeah, yeah. it works. It does. Yeah. It does work. I, you know, what? I see it. I get. It. I understand it. So it makes sense. Good choice. Good choice. Yes. Um, yeah. But as we start to wind down the interview, I just have one last question I want to ask. Obviously, you've like deeply entrenched yourself in art for so long. Like you've, it has been a way for you to truly be able to express yourself in so many things. Um, and you've been able to really like develop some meaningful relationships with other people through your art and such how important is art not just for you but for the world as a whole very important i don't think people appreciate it enough i know that that sounds stereotypical but i had a student in school that i was not friends with but i've more of acquaintance that said that art is the one of the most useless subjects out there however the shoes he was wearing was uh, ADS shoes he was wearing signature brand jackets he was that stereotypical rich ass kid and like he had all the brand name stuff so it's like all right if you think art's useless then how do you think those designs on your clothes got there yeah because artists made those how do you think uh freaking animation gets out there for like ads movies tv shows artists got you special effects is a form of art editing alone is a form of art that is yes. like very very important Tr- treat your editors well i i understand the editing pain but i still love editing mm-hmm. but like art is everywhere from page design to designs of like your clothes there's like art is honestly more important than a lot of the shit you learn in school it's like the the basics of it learning how c- colors can clash and like hurt someone's eyes or like how colors even affect moods like i took a whole class on marketing when i was in high school and like how colors alone can just affect someone's like perspective even on different countries they can 
So, like, pink is more of the thing that you see on bubbly characters or, like, something that you would actually catch your eye. More of, like, a calming sense. That's why in a lot of perfume ads you'll see pink is, like, more of, like, calming, sexy, kind of like that thing. And don't call me sexy, though. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sexy. I mean, I have a form that makes me sexy, but I'm not sexy. <laughs> <laughs> but, like... Even, like, with blue, blue is something that's supposed to be calming. And then, like, darker blue is more of, like, mysterious green. You know, color of jealousy, but by, why be jealous when you have me? There you, <laughs> you go. You get that reference. If you get that reference, you're amazing. But, like, yeah, a lot of the colors, it's just, like, alone can help with that. And I'm just shocked that people don't take art seriously. Because how the f*** do you expect us to be here when we don't have art? I mean, seriously. Half of the shit for, like, designs, like, Apple logo. That won't be designed without an artist. How do you think that got designed? Someone bit an Apple and was like, ah, oh, yes, this is a great thing for an Apple product. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, yes, Apple. <laughs> oh, yes, something that's unfinished. Yeah, that works perfectly with our brand. <laughs> exactly. See, 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 exa- the people wouldn't under really understand that until they actually get into the meat and bones of it. And it's just like, it takes me, it just shocks me that people don't take art as seriously, especially when it comes from like, you think like a story, even like writing's a form of art. So it's mm-hmm. not like a huge visual, but it is like when you read it, it's kind of like a visual or even music. Basically everything's a form of art if you create it. And it is very important. Stop saying it's bad. Fuck you uh, people. Good night. <laughs> that is a wonderful very, way. Very important. <laughs> That is a wonderful way to word it, if I do say so myself. Uh, Wolfie, yeah. that's all the questions that I have for you. Um, I've already showered you with a whole bunch of praise, but I'm going to show you with a little bit more because it's my podcast. I do whatever the fuck I want. Um, okay. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, you decided to come here. That You, you basically consented to this. Um, <laughs> um, Wolfie, I, I, getting to know you as a friend has been absolutely incredible. You are one of the people that I can easily go to and just easily have like a good conversation with and it's been cool to just know you in the first place getting a chance to see your art i absolutely love it i cannot get enough of it and getting the chance to actually read your webcomic as well like i can tell there's a lot of love and passion that is going into this webcomic and a lot of like time and effort and i recognize that and i absolutely love every little detail that you have going on and going forward getting a chance to sit down and talk to you and really get to know your story or whatnot it, whatever little bit of respect I already had or whatever good bit of respect I already had for you made me respect you like a hundred times more. And I cannot thank you enough for taking the time to sit down chat and really let me get to know more about you and truly get to see the art, the artist and the love that's behind it. And if nothing else, it just makes me excited and hype for whatever happens next. So thank you for what you do and keep up the incredible work. Thank you for what you do and bringing artists together and learning about stuff. Because, you know, this podcast even has some merchandise, you know. <laughs> you want to get some nice old Mr. Moneybags merch or even just like postmodern merch. You like that mask that Post wears? You could, you could buy it. Just go go to the link in the description. I believe it is at teespring something something link.org. Just find that shit in the description. Please go buy some merch. I bought my own merch actually the other day, a couple days ago. <laughs> I'm still waiting for it to arrive, and I'm excited because it's just a postmodern t-shirt. It's a w- great way of sum- supporting this podcast, especially if you like listening to how your favorite artist like works behind the scenes. It's really nice. Support this dude. This dude does a lot of shit, man. 
haha, you didn't expect the Una reverse card on your ass, did you? I was going to say, how dare you plug my merch? I do that at the beginning of the podcast, all right? I already beat you to the Too punch. Bad. <laughs> Too bad. We've got to remind them. We've got to remind the peeps how to help you out, man. Even if it's, even if you can't do much, um, even if you can't do much for supporting posts, you can also just share this episode, you know, wherever you are, you know, maybe even give it a five-star rating. Cause I know some of you listen from other podcast areas, not just YouTube, support it by just promoting the fuck out of him just like help him out that way that also helps this episode out so you guys can share more of my stuff (laughs) self-promotion let's go well since you want to get to that self-promotion part since you wanted to promote me if people don't already know where can people go find you basically plug yourself how how can people find your stuff Fine, fine. I you can easily find me on uh, Twitter. That will be the wolf. That is W O L F I E Y D A W O L F. And you can see me by just having the little gray wolf with a uh, yellow eyes. One is black and the other is white. You you, you can also go on uh, freaking Twitch. Twitch is just believe Wolfie Wolf. You just type that in Wolfie underscore Wolf. You can also find my webcomic, Secure of Alive, on Tapas. No, not the food. Don't get me wrong. It's not the food. It is the official Tapas comic website. Or you can go on Comic Theory and search up Secrets of Our Lives there. It's easy. You've got to several areas. You don't have to go far. And yeah. I mean, sure, if you can also want to find my other links of like my Patreon, you could just check on my uh, Twitter or like wherever you go. Because, you know, if you want to support me that way, you got to earn it. I'm kidding. <laughs> gotta earn your place yeah you gotta earn it by looking in the description below and finding the links down there i mean son of a bitch son of a bitch i mean that's true the the links are gonna be in the description but you son of a bitch you thought you Uh, you should also (laughs) i fuck you i'll still bring you up again if you want (laughs) to listen to more of these podcasts he's interviewed a lot of amazing people from like my good friend sam we've mentioned him a lot in the podcast you could check out that episode or you could check out peonies or other future episodes that are also going to have my friends that I've known. Yes, I know some people. Shocker, I know. As a talking wolf, you think I wouldn't know a lot of people, but I do. I even know where you are right now. Check your closet. <laughs> no, I, I've i I've already been over this, all right? There's nothing in my closet. You're outside with the other dogs, all right? I know you're not going to pull this prank on me again. <laughs> again? Darn. I can't believe you actually remember that time. You were like stinking drunk and you're just like yelling out the window at me where I'm staring up at you like, I want in. I want that merch. It's not reviving at my house yet. (laughs) Where's my merch, bitch? Give it over. (laughs) Do you have any final words before we sign off? Uh, I stole someone's hat, but, uh, other than that, uh, you know, one more thing before we go is that, uh, yes, I actually don't have any other words other than I stole someone's hat. (laughs) I think Sam's going to be probably looking for that at some point. Um, uh, one of these days, he still hasn't, I tagged him in a fucking Twitter post and he didn't see that I had his hat. So it's fine. He probably will never notice (laughs) before now. Before well, now, now. <laughs> it's just like the next day he's just gonna tag me and he's like oh thanks <laughs> thanks wolfie now you're slaughtering my name now wow <laughs> thanks thanks friend 
with that, all I have left to say is for the people at home, hasta luego, mi amigos. Can, uh, can I brag a little bit more about Wolfie? <laughs> if you made it this far of the podcast, thank you. I really do appreciate you sticking around to the end. Um, it really does mean a lot for you to, to stay here and listen to all the, the little random ramblings that I probably have. But I want to brag a little bit more about Wolfie just, just a little longer. Um, look, I know if this podcast is an emphasis of anything – it should be an emphasis more or less of people really going forth, doing what they love, no matter what, and really pushing themselves out there to truly express themselves. Wolfie fully, full body embraces that. I can sense that with every single page of her webcomic. I can sense that with how she carries herself, both publicly and privately, like she is truly out here trying to live as best of life as possible and not letting anything really get to her as best as she can. Um, granted, she is still human, or I guess in this case she's still a wolf, but nevertheless, like the fact that every time, every time I am in the presence of Wolfie, I already feel my day feeling infinitely better. Like she has that effect she's she she is just that high energy and she is just that positive to where like you can't help but be happy around her uh what i'm essentially trying to say is i'm grateful that i get to even talk to wolfie lelum consider myself a friend of hers um like i can tell just from the conversation from the podcast especially with what she has planned or what she wants to do with her webcomic alone oh my god I, I i can only imagine like how amazing that will eventually turn out and i know you you guys should know by now whenever i bring an artist on here i'm gonna show them all the love and support no matter what so whatever wolfie does next oh i'm, I'm all in for it whatever she's got planned so you know, it's it's incredible what she's been able to do. It's incredible for her to keep moving forward and to keep really going for what she loves, pushing that out there and really making that a reality. She is like like I said, she is full body embracing what this podcast is all about, which is truly let yourself out there, truly being yourself and just letting the world know who you are and not giving a single fuck whether they like it or not. They are doing what they love. They are creating the things that they... She's creating the stuff that she wants to see out there in the world. And, you know, hopefully with podcasts like this and with the consistency she's been... How should I word this next bit? Like, if she keeps it up, 
no matter how fast or slow that she gets to doing this stuff, she's going to have that following. There's going to be people that are going to love and support her no matter what she does. I'm certainly a definitive member of that until the end of time. Um, so, yeah. Long and the short of it, thank you, Wolfie. Thank you for letting me be a, a major part of your life. I really do appreciate you being there. And I appreciate... I appreciate you as a person. I truly do. Thank you. Keep up the incredible work. I know you're going to do incredible stuff. I know you're going to get some incredible opportunities. I know you're going to you're going to go far. Just with your attitude alone, you're going to be going far. I can promise you that. If nothing else, hey, if, if this podcast blows up, I'm, I'm yanking you with me. You're coming along with me. You, me, Tipsy, some of the few other guests or whatnot. Yeah, no, we're, we're making it to the big time, all right? <laughs> uh, to everyone that listened to this week's episode, I really do appreciate you sticking around. And I appreciate you taking the time to listen. I sincerely hope that with... Wolfie and with any other guests, you make sure that you show them love and support. You make sure that you let the artists know that you appreciate them because that's what this podcast is all about, showing love and appreciation to incredible artists. Show that love because when it comes to this community, love can make the world go round. And if there's anything this world definitely needs right now, a little love certainly wouldn't hurt. <laughs> it certainly would not. So, I love you guys. Thank you for showing your continued love and support. And let's keep it up. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>